everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 12th, 2019. Strong hand. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Offended by selling. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Be a unique beast, unconfiscatable, holder of last resort, world reserve cryptocurrency. Follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Check out the archives, disruptmeister.com. Tone Bays was on on the Friday this week in Bitcoin Show. Saturday Beyond Bitcoin Show was awesome. Yesterday's show was awesome. It is all linked to below. Hello, my elite friends. I am feeling energized today. I was, last night's show was really late. Got some good sleep. Ended my 46-hour fast a few hours ago, and baby, I am good to go. And so those in the chat, you want to do the super chat? Send the super chat question. I will answer it next show because it saves all my super chat questions there. All right, let's start off with a tweet by another guy who's been on the This Week in Bitcoin show before, Phil Geiger, down in Austin, Texas. I'm truly, I, I'm a truly terrible investor. I've never studied finance, read literature about trading, technical analysis, or worked with a financial advisor. I just buy and hold Bitcoin while working my day job. I'm only up 55X on my investment. Is that bad? Can, can an expert from Wall Street help? Pound that like button, dude. That's the attitude. You took control. You don't need a third party telling you what to do. You don't need to fit in to the Wall Street people, to the traditional finance people, to the T with the TA people. No, you're doing it. You're going your own way with your Bitcoin. You're an awesome investor. But in the eye, but, but people, you do nothing. You buy and hold. You save. That's nothing compared to what these fancy people are saying. You know it's not about the fancy sets and graphics. It's about long-term thinking, having that strong hand and never letting go of that Bitcoin. That's a strategy. That's a real strategy there. Not this nonsense altcoin flipping. Do not FOMO on altcoins. Pound that like button though. Okay. Russell Okung of what he plays for the San Diego, oh, excuse me, Los Angeles Chargers. Ouch. Um, well, this dude's in motion. He's putting his money where his mouth is, or he's organizing something at least. He's got a tweet out there and a site, bitcoinis.com. And I link to it below and I'll read what it says. I hope you'll join me in LA, I believe this is in September, for an educational event designed for Bitcoin rookies. I'm excited to share Bitcoin is with you because I believe the way that you finish that phrase, Bitcoin is, and the way you understand Bitcoin is a very consequential question for every person alive in 2019. Bitcoin is many different things to a wide range of people. For me, Bitcoin is freedom above all else. Well, great, Russell. I am great Bitcoin. I, I'm happy to hear that Bitcoin is freedom to you and that you're spreading that word of freedom to rookies in the LA era. You are a famous person. So there are a lot of 80 percenter types who are just going to be like, oh, I want to make some money. Uh, Russell's cool. I want to hang. But they're going to change. They're going to learn about saving. They're going to learn about long-term thinking. You got some guests lined up, got, got some speakers. You're going to tell them about freedom and about being independent um, and, and controlling their own financial uh, destiny, not relying on other people. So this is news. 
this is great news. You'll, maybe you heard it somewhere else. I don't know. Um, that's the kind of news you get here on the Bitcoin Meister channel. That's a uh, hardcore grassroots stuff. And may you bring in many people from the LA area, many people who most people will think would never be in the Bitcoin because Bitcoin does not discriminate. Anyone can get in. So it's great that a guy like Russell is bringing it, uh, trying to bring it to the masses. So pound that like button, uh, Russell Ocon for reaching out to the Bitcoin rookies. Uh, because I, Hey, everyone's, everyone's a rookie at some point in, in, in all, in whatever field they get into, be it the NFL or uh, Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Feeling elite. How am I elite people doing out there? Yeah, you could say Russell's an elite football player, okay? You're an elite Bitcoin holder because you're watching the one Bitcoin show. You know to get that one Bitcoin, then two, then three, then 10, so on and so on. Long-term thinking. And again, you, you understand what it means to value your wealth in Bitcoin. People are like, oh, Adam, when are you going to sell your Bitcoin? Why would I sell my Bitcoin? I mean, that's the thing. It is money. That, that's my wealth. In the future, you'll be able to use your Bitcoin to buy. Right now, you can buy things with Bitcoin. I mean, right now, I'm sure if I, I went to some uh, developing country and there was a guy uh, who understood what Bitcoin was there, he would uh, trade me a lot for, for a Bitcoin. Uh, put me up. Who knows? Um, give me a resort. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I truly value my wealth in Bitcoin. I don't think about cashing it out into dollars. What the heck? This is my money. This is the ultimate money. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, what did he? Uh, what's what's the name of it? The uh, secu the security truth machine. Yeah. All right. So again, sportsmeister.com. You can get all my podcasts. And yeah, there's some shows that are only in audio podcast form. I actually linked to one specific one below. Click on it, check it out. The podcasts have been growing quite a bit. Uh, and I think it appeals more to the 20 percenters because there's no fancy sensor graphics. They want the content. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm glad that people just want to hear. They don't, they don't need to see this T-shirt, although you can get T-shirts linked to below. And of course, these dudes in, my, in Edmonton, Alberta, Bitcoin Solutions, what are they? BitcoinSolutions.ca or BTC. They're my boys up there in uh, Edmonton. I was what I was in Edmonton. Now I was in Edmonton about a little over a year ago. I love uh, I love Alberta, best province in Canada. Well, yeah, it's it's yeah, and in many ways it is. I mean, there's some good provinces up there. Okay, I don't I don't want to pick favorites. I love you all, all you Canadians. Now. Oh, 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 whoa, what do we have here? Coindesk, a Coindesk article. Adam's talking about a Coindesk article. Well, the reason I'm bringing up this freaking Coindesk article is because this Casey dude, I mean, I don't know if this was his fault, but on the front page of Coindesk, they have clickbait. Uh, currency war with China. Trump's currency war uh, is Bitcoin's do or die moment. That's what it said on the front. Now, the art title is Trump's currency war with China could be Bitcoin's do or die moment. Well, first of all, you know, Trump's currency war is Bitcoin's do or die, totally clickbait, because that's not true. But Trump's currency war with China could be Bitcoin's do or die moment? No. No, there's no do or, do or die moment for Bitcoin. It's just another moment. There are going to be plenty of moments where countries or do foolish things. And in terms of finance. I mean, that's what a bureaucracy is all about. Uh, government bureaucrats are always making mistakes. That's why we want our own private money. That's why we don't want to be involved in a financial system that's controlled by governments. That's why we opt into the Bitcoin overlay, okay? You opt into it. So 
there are going to be plenty of countries doing plenty of silly things uh, that should wake some people up. They're not do or die moments for Bitcoin. For individuals, they should be wake up calls. It's, it's not about, Bitcoin doesn't care. Bitcoin doesn't care. It's about individuals caring about their financial future um, when something like this happens. But in terms of the currency war or the, with, with China, the, the, the unpegging the one and uh, the trade war, uh, the tariffs, et cetera, et cetera, this is, this is a situation that involves higher level finance. I mean, guys who are investing in commodities and into, into large corporations that do uh, trades between China and the United States. And if they make a mistake, they make a mistake. It's not the end of the world. They can diversify into so many different at, uh, asset classes, okay? We, when, I'm talking to, when we're talking about countries making financial decisions that impact individuals, how about uh, Argentina? What's going on in Argentina right now? Uh, a, 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 I believe it's a socialist dude just won some uh, primary election, and now it appears that he might win the, the big election and become the next leader of Argentina. And that the threat of more <laughs> financial instability, uh, perhaps printing of the peso more, who knows? That affects a lot of individuals in Argentina. That could wipe out their wealth. And that, so that they need to get into Bitcoin if they want to preserve their wealth. Okay, when we're, we're talking about Trump's currency war, China's currency war, um, some of these high-level traders that are diversified in so many different assets, they don't need, they'll, they will financially survive this, this situation. So, you know, painting it as such a, a big, I mean, it is a big, uh, worldwide, you know, China and the United States are two tremendous, the biggest economies on, on the planet. So yeah, it's, uh, it's a big story, but is it, when you boil it down to individuals, um, something go, like what's going on in Argentina is much bigger to individuals there than, than this situation is uh, that, that Coindesk is front paging. But let's, and, and let's go to the situation in uh, Argentina right now. Uh, the, 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 just today, because of the, the peso lost a lot on the dollar and on Bitcoin. And if you look, this, what's been going on in Argentina the last week, Bitcoin is at an all-time high in Argentina in terms of peso. It is. It's higher, basically, than it was in, in the old days, when the 2017 all-time high that we're used to in the United States. Same thing, basically, in Uruguay now, because some of the spillover is going into Uruguay. Uh, what happens in Argentina, uh, there's always an effect uh, in Uruguay. Um, but the, 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 the Uruguayan peso is not losing value as fast as the freaking Argentine peso is, okay? Actually, the Argentine peso is now worth less than the Uruguayan peso, which is uh, unbelievable. Uh, you know, considering, I mean, Argentina is such a more, much more productive and populated country than Uruguay. Uh, but again, they, they have been through this before. They do have a, a president who had some was logical in terms of what he had to do in terms of finances, but the people there, they, there are a lot of 80 percenters, they want someone to take care of them. So just, just in Argentina, uh, currency tumbled and the cost to, what is this? The cost to insure against a debt default swelled a day after opposition candidate Alberto Fernandez, 
Now, is he related to Christine? Uh, any Alberto Fernandez. I didn't do much research into this stuff. Yeah. Won a primary uh, election, stoking concerns of the populist comeback just two months before the presidential vote. All right. So, uh, is he related to Christina Fernandez? Is that her son? Uh, I, I don't. I do not know that. I mean, I mean anyway, C Christina Fernandez was the last horrifying uh, leader they had over there. She was originally married to another president. It seems to be a trend in, in countries. You know, the wife, elect the wife. Why not? You know, she must be qualified if she was the wife. I've heard that somewhere before. Don't pound that like button for that. But pound that like button for me saying that because yeah, I can say anything I want to here. I live in the big point over there. Right, anyway, but the point is Uruguay, Argentina, they are serious countries, okay? They, 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 they have running war. I mean, there's a lot of you have never been here before. You're like, what's well, South America? No, they're very European like countries. You're walking around, they're very safe places. Everything is modern, but but they go. They are terrible with their currency, and they inflate it away. And so people are used. Smart people find ways to protect their wealth. Okay, and that is Bitcoin. That is what they should be getting into. And we have been on this show and on a few other shows. People have brought up Argentina in the last two years, whatever. I was in Argentina and Uruguay a little over a year ago, and I was in Santiago which is different, Chile is different, is, is not a, a financial uh, basket case like Argentina is. Uh, they, they, they have freedom, uh, much more financial freedom, and uh, they don't try to meddle with things like uh, Argentina does. But the, the point is, in a, in a country uh, that's composed of the, the voting population that Argentina is, you should have known for quite some time to get into Bitcoin, okay? And so a lot of people did get into Bitcoin uh, I mean, they were they were buying Bitcoin when it was supposedly at all time highs in dollars, and they're doing fine right now in terms of protecting their wealth. Because if they would have kept it in Argentine pesos, I mean, it, it's it's fallen so much it, it, since uh, just over the last two years. Over, and again, they've had a good financial leader re recently, um, and now they're getting scared. They're about to have a bad one. So this this is the life in some of these countries. We are not familiar with this in the United States or Canada, really, um, about what goes on in beautiful, again, Uruguay and Argentina are safe and beautiful. You really can't tell when you're on the streets that, uh, that there's financial mayhem behind the, behind the scenes. But again, if you've got a bank account, you surely can. I mean, I, again, when I'm walking the streets of uh, Buenos Aires, I don't have a bank account, I don't, so it doesn't affect me. I mean, I'm just buying stuff and I, I have, I do. I did notice how they would very happily take my dollars at the, at the bus station. I've mentioned that before. But but this is the point. Is this um, this is not in serious countries where it is safe, where it is nice. They're not third world countries or anything like that. This kind of thing happens, and this is why there's a this is a use case for Bitcoin protecting your wealth for all those people saying, "Oh, hoarding is horrible. Hoarding. What, what's this about?" Uh, pr preservation of wealth and uh, the, the, the people should be spending. They should be spent. No, no, this is, you have to say that this is the pure example of that. What's going on in Argentina. All right. Pa pound that store of value, store of value. The people, there's so many, there's so many haters out there. Like, oh, Bitcoin, how did it become a store of value coin? Yeah, go to Argentina. You'll, you'll see how it did. It, it, it fits beautifully down there. Pound that like it, it, it protects people against government ignorance, which will never end. And is just, it's a different level of incompetence in every country. 
So Argentina is, it always reverts back to incompetence. Now, again, it's, it, it's South Africa. The incompetence is worse sometimes. But they, they have other checks and balances that have kept the RAND better than the peso lately. Oof. But again, plenty of dudes in, uh, in South Africa, for other reasons, know that they got to have that mentality that they have in Argentina. Get into Bitcoin, preserve your wealth. I talked a lot more about Argentina than I thought I would. Who's this? MC Klein says, whether it's, and I don't agree with this tweet, but I'm sharing it so you know what mainstream people are willing to take, to take up the yin-yang. Whether it's free for, whether it's, excuse me, fees for, for oil tanks, safe deposit bank boxes, security guards, insurance, or wealth managers, there's nothing unnatural about being forced to pay to preserve your wealth. No, no, there's something very unnatural about being forced to pay to, to preserve your wealth. You know, you, you think you're preserving your wealth in a bank and then all of a sudden they, they, they're like, oh no, yeah, $60 fee here or negative interest rates, et cetera, et cetera. No, that, no, you don't have to take that. You don't have to take that. That's what Bitcoin is for. And that's what uh, uh, the smart people in Argentina have realized a long time ago. No, they don't have to play with their inflationary peso. They don't have to value their wealth in an inflationary peso. Uh, to, to, and, and that isn't wealth. That isn't pay. I mean, you, their wealth isn't being preserved. So it, again, you don't have to pay, uh, to pay exorbitant fees to, for, to some third party uh, to take care of your wealth, okay? Take responsibility. Personal responsibility is new counterculture. You get into Bitcoin, there are, there are no exorbitant fees there to, uh, to, to guard your wealth. You, you are guarding your wealth on your own. You're taking, so they, again, I think maybe in the old world, uh, before Bitcoin, uh, it, there was nothing unnatural about being forced to pay to preserve your wealth. But no, it's not, it's not natural anymore, baby. It's an abomination now. Pound that like button. Going biblical on you there, baby, with abomination and natural. Oh, God. Again, you can support this show by simply retweeting. Uh, I, I tweet out these shows. You can tweet them out. I'm at Tech Vault, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. And I got addresses below if you want to send or you want to do the super chat, whatever. All right, Andreas Antonopoulos has another great video about. It is about security. It is about Wasabi versus Samurai a little bit. If you played at 1.75 speed, it only takes six minutes of your time. So guys, a lot of you had, had questions for me about security and about, are you gonna do a video on Wasabi and, and Samurai and security? There's your video right there. It takes six minutes. Stop watching my video right now. Go, it's linked to below, Andreas Antonopoulos. He talks about the security options that are out there already. Lightning Network helps with privacy, okay? There are many different options. You can combine them, intertwine them. You, you need to learn about them there. You gotta understand them, but there's already ways to get into privacy. And of course you can make, you, if you've already <laughs> registered in an exchange where you've given away your, uh, you've scanned in your, your ID, well, I mean, it, You've already taken a step in the wrong direction, a big step in, in the anti-privacy direction. But if you do some of the basic privacy uh, techniques that Andreas brings up, you're, you're ahead of so many people. So he says there's just, you know, he gets contacted by so many people who want the state of the, the, state of the art and they're super duper paranoid. And again, for those people, if you even understand the stuff, you're ahead of like 98% of the people out there. Um, 
So you're already, you're already very good with privacy compared to some of your, your Bitcoin peers. So he focuses on education and learning privacy practices. And one thing that he points out that I think that's great is the more people practicing privacy, uh, the bigger the privacy herd. And so the more effective it is, it's, it's, it's herd immunity there. He explains it better than I did just then, but uh, it, it's very logical. With, with that. You know, the, the more of us that do care about our privacy, the more people that are on the private side of things, and it's, it's better for everyone. So, uh, so do try to learn a little bit, do a little something. Uh, and again, he brings up Lightning Network is gonna, be, is gonna help with people's privacy. Uh, because most do absolutely nothing. Watch this video, played at 1.75 speed. I could understand it fine. It's like six minutes out of your life. And, and, and that way I don't have to make a video for you. You don't have to ask questions. He, he takes care, it's really good stuff. He makes great videos. So, uh, and he's a classic. Also, Vinny Lingham is a classic. Now, some of you don't like Vinny and everything like that. Um, for, but I, I still read him and everything. He's a smart man. I do not agree with everything he says, to say the least. But he's got, he's got wisdom out there sometimes. He says, we need to stop using the term unbanked as if banking is the solution. Let's not assume the world needs everyone to have a bank account in order to be able to function within society. What the world needs is the ability for every human to be able to transact effortless, effortlessly, effortlessly. And I, I agree with that. Pound that like button to that. You don't need a, we, we say it's a be your own bank. Okay, that's a, that's a way to explain it, but you, you're not really your own bank. You are able, because a bank requires so much information, okay? Um, they, they, a bank implies approval. You are a human that's able to transact effortlessly with Bitcoin. Um, it, it, you don't, it doesn't require filling out any forms, being approved of. You don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to have an income requirement. And you don't have to present an ID to be in Bitcoin. It is, it is effortless. Effortless. Okay? Right there. So... I, I like the line of thinking he's going there with not using the term unbanked. Um, because again, a lot of people are unbanked and they're gonna stay unbanked, but they're gonna become Bitcoined. <laughs> and that is good. That, that, that should be uh, what they should, what, 80 per, what, what the, the so-called unbanked should be aiming for, to be able to effortlessly uh, transact and effortlessly save. Uh, not have to rely on a third party uh, that requires ID, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Uh, so good job, uh, Vinny, pointing that out. Who? It's a, yeah, financial inclusion. Fi fan he talks. It's that that's a, that's a word. I I don't exactly like that term either. Um, but again, if you are in Bitcoin, you're you're financially included. You are you you are that that that's the key to financial inclusion. Getting into Bitcoin. And anyone can get into it. Just that there's certain people out there who say, oh, there's so many barriers to financial inclusion in this world. Oh, woe is me. Let me scream and cry. No, get into Bitcoin. There you go. There's your answer. It's over. You've got included financially. Okay, what's this? Oh, yeah, I mentioned my, uh, I linked to a podcast only podcast of mine, audio podcast only, linked to below. Something I noticed in the comments section here on YouTube there are, there's a new form of spammer out there that seems to be taking advantage of Tether because so many people in the space have heard of Tether. They're now like spammers out there that are just like 
haze, tether airdrop, or tether this, tether that. Just like using tether as a term to attract people to click on their links that will, I don't know where these links will take you. Of course, I erase all the spam that's left there. But it just, it seems like some of these, uh, these scammers and spammers are taking a new approach. They're, uh, their word of the month to confuse and attract people, their clickbait word is tether. Uh, what will be next from them? But I mean, they do it so much, people fall for it. I guess they're, they're rookies out there. They're like, ooh, man, maybe I can get some free tether. It's been in the news lately. These guys are giving it away. It sounds good. Well, I don't know what it is. Must be good. Heard it a lot. And they keep on repeating it. Better click on this random link on a YouTube uh, video. Don't do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, it's, it's clearly been in the news so much that the scammers just can't uh, lay off of it. And again, and again, it's it, tethers, tether, tether people are traders usually too. So if, if you have a mild interest in that, you're likely to be more of a gambler and a chance taker and you're going to click on something horrible. Uh, so be careful. So today I'm wearing this shirt at synagogue. I'm wearing this shirt and a, a religious guy comes up to me. And again, I'm in Tel Aviv. A religious guy, he comes up to me and he says, Bitcoin? I was like, yeah. And he's like, he says he's an Ethereum developer. He's from St. Louis originally. So I said, I went to watch you in St. Louis. And uh, it was great. It was great. So again, I was in motion. This, coincidentally, it was this shirt a couple weeks ago that, I, that some guy on the street asked me where the Bitcoin embassy was. So again, if you've got Bitcoin shirts, you wear it out in public, you're in motion. You're getting, you're getting the conversation started. You're, you're marketing Bitcoin. And so, yeah, I met a, I met a guy who's an Ethereum developer. He's, he's a good guy. Um, again, he's obviously interested in all sorts of cryptocurrency. And uh, I, again, for, for those of you who are into all the conspiracies uh, out there about uh, why, why, why are Jewish people, why do they do so well? Uh, well, because they're, they're always learning. They're, they're very interested in we, we just Learning is instilled in, in, uh, in the Jewish culture. I got to say this. I got to say this is a, this guy isn't like the same guy as me, but he's got that learning ingrained in him. He's, he's, or, he's grew up Orthodox and everything like that. And I, I got to give the Jewish people credit. Uh, we, we are always learning. We, we, get, we didn't stumble upon, we didn't stumble upon success. We, everyone had a chance to get into this cryptocurrency thing. Okay. Everyone still has a chance to get it. But it seems like the places that, the only places on earth where I've got stopped because of the shirt I'm wearing is in Israel. And the only bi people that have, I've worn Bitcoin shirts all over America. No one's ever stopped me and said, oh, Bitcoin, it's only in Israel. <laughs> this, this happens to me. And uh, it's, it's not a conspiracy, people. It's uh, everyone's had a chance to learn about this stuff. And uh, it's just some people are more proactive about it. You can be like it also. Don't be envious. Be be like them. Be like the people who go out of their way to learn. I'm saying always be learning. It's not just a catchphrase. It's a lifestyle. And it is a lifestyle that pays off for people. And again, there's a lot of hate out, there, out in the world for people who have success, okay? And people try to make up conspiracies about why they're successful. They only help each other. No, they're, they're learning, okay? They're learning. And they, they, when you're learning, you get involved with other people who are learning. You attract other minds. and just that you, you bounce off of each other so it, it was good it, it's great uh it's great that this shirt really i hope i wish this people everywhere on earth would stop me and start talking about bitcoin wherever i go it would be great it would be great but again 
everybody on earth has a chance to get into this thing. Everybody has on earth and they can go whatever they, way they want to. That guy went the Ethereum route. I didn't ask if he owns any Bitcoin or whatever. But. All right, and uh, what else do we have here? We talked about that. Oh, one final thing I, I want to conclude with here. Forkcast.news. I mentioned that a few weeks ago. I said I would look into it a little bit more. I said it might be a Coindesk competitor. Well, I've been disappointed. Coindesk is better than forecast.news. It's clearly like a blockchain, dot, a blockchain not Bitcoin, like 2015 style site. And you know, it does have an Asian focus, which I thought was going to be interesting. It's a lot of fluffy blockchain-y altcoin token stuff. Oddly enough, it's based in Hong Kong and not one story is about the situation that's going on in Hong Kong. And maybe that sums it all up for you, that it's, you know, they got a toe the party line or they, they, they're not into anything controversial and that's why they're just going for these like clickbait, like tokens, uh, stable coins type of articles. So it, now I have not been impressed. It has fancy sets or graphics, but Hey man, don't let that stuff blind you. It's not that, but I did mention it a while ago. I thought, or a couple of weeks ago, I thought it had potential. Haven't seen any potential from it. Got to give you the honest truth. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin, maybe they'll change their ways. I, again, it's in Hong Kong. They're, they're in the belly of the beast right now. And, uh, but uh, it's kind of blah. Uh, the, 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 the publication is quite blah. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel, pound that like button, bang that bell button. Click on those squares, my elite friends. I will say hello to you soon. Bye-bye.